ChatGPT is biased. Not only it exhibits significant queer bias, but it's also three to six times more likely to introduce gender bias. Why is it happening? Why is the problem? And how do we fix it? Listen up. Hi, I'm Ilan. I'm an out and proud gay CEO, and I'm also an Oxford graduate in the field of artificial intelligence. So this topic, it's perfectly on the crossroads of what I'm interested in. And I'm making this video because I feel like there is a big risk in terms of bias and discrimination that is being brought by this wave of artificial intelligence, and nobody's talking about it. But before we get to the meat of the video, I would ask you to give a little bit of love. I started this channel recently. I'm trying to help LGBTQ leaders and the community as a whole, and it would really, really help if you could spare a like or a subscribe or a comment or a share. It's for a good thing. And now to the meat of the video. So first of all, what kind of discrimination are we talking about here, right? Have you ever tried to ask ChatGPT to tell you a story about a superhero or to tell you something about a CEO or a doctor? What kind of gender do you think it will assume? What kind of sexuality do you think it will assume? What kind of color of skin do you think it will assume? Well, there is a research for this, and it turns out in terms of occupation, for instance, it is three times exaggerating the typically male occupations and six times exaggerating the typical female occupations. So it's hell of a likely to tell you that nurse is a she and a doctor is a he. We can actually try that, right? So I open my chat GPT and I'm asking it about a short story about a superhero and love. And it very obviously assumes that a superhero is male and the significant other of the superhero is female. And it will do this again and again and again. So there is a bias in the large language models or in general in the large artificial intelligence models, right? If you ask generate a superhero in terms of images, it will very likely also make a male or a doctor or a nurse. It will also make the stereotypical choice. So now that we established that there is a bias, why is this an issue? So you might have noticed that recently in the TV shows, for instance, there is quite a wide representation of characters of different skin colors, different sex orientations, genders, etc. right? Why is this? There is a lovely article about this on the AL, which I can link below, that explains that representation of different parts of society helps to build empathy between different societal groups. Which means that if you are homophobic, but in every of your favorite TV shows, some of your favorite characters keep coming out, eventually we'll kind of get used to it that there are gay people in the world. Right? The same goes for glorifying females, for instance, as superhero characters, as they rightfully deserve, by the way. So it's important to have these representations to reinforce the empathy between different society groups, but also for the people themselves, right? Like for me, it's important to see gay characters portrayed in a positive manner because then I subconsciously believe more into myself. So it's important, right? We establish that and there is literature for that. So if it's important, why do we have this discrimination, right? Why is this happening? 
So there are essentially three reasons for that. First is the data. So in order to explain this, we have to go a bit more in depth into how are these models created. So for instance, let's take ChatGPT as an example, but same goes for stable diffusion that generates images, DALI, whatever else. What these clever scientists did is that they essentially took the whole internet, right? They scraped Twitter, Wikipedia, incredible amounts of data that they have as their training sets. And then they take these smart algorithms, they feed them this data, and let them recognize patterns of behaviors. And given that they consume terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of data, eventually the algorithm learns quite a lot and becomes very smart. As ChatGPT, who can answer almost any question, or as Stable Diffusion, that can generate almost any image. The problem is this data is generated by humans. So it's not balanced, it has inherent bias. Twitter is quite racistic, quite homophobic, and unfortunately, Wikipedia has history, and history has a lot of gender bias, for instance, right? So that's first reason why this bias in the large language models or in the general models is present, because it's trained on biased data. Second, the algorithm itself has a tendency to look for patterns, right? And then exaggerates them. That's how learning works. And the modeling approach has a tendency to favor certain things. And unfortunately, it from time to time tends to assign higher weight to the patterns that often represent bias. So it's not that just it sort of mirrors the things that it sees in the data, it exaggerates them. It exaggerates them quite a bit. So that's the second reason, the algorithm itself. And the third reason is a simple one. We don't have any policing tool that would control the large language models not to introduce biases or discrimination. It's simply not there yet. So for these three reasons, we have this issue. And now, how to fix it? So this is a tough one, right? Because there is no obvious solution. This is something that you would call a wicked problem. But let's be structured here, right? Let's go problem by problem. We can check whether we can fix them and eventually hopefully find an answer. So number one, the data. This one is not going to fly, right? It's going to be very, very difficult to take all the data scraped from the internet and kill bias from them. We simply don't have the technology to do that yet. And if we would, it's going to be imperfect and it's going to be extremely costly. Second, the algorithm itself. The algorithm is beyond genius and is able to essentially build synthetic beings. So I wouldn't really mess with that. The reason why it works is that it looks for patterns. So we would kind of try to take out the inherent ability of it. Plus, and this is maybe a bit complicated, but these models are famously black boxes. So we don't necessarily know how to back engineer their decisions. Like we know that they do them somewhat right but we don't know how they think. We don't see inside of them. We cannot really map, oh, this pattern, the neural network learned there. That's something that we don't know. So algorithm approach is also not gonna fly because we would have to remove something that is inherent to its success. So there's the third option, the policing thing. And this one 
this one is going to work. But it requires something from you. So for an example where it already works on production, right? You might have noticed that ChatGPT or DALI or um, BART are not openly racistic, for instance. Hmm. That is strange, right? There is quite a lot of racism on the internet. How come that they are not inherently racistic? The reason is that there is a second neural network which is policing them. You have the first neural network, which, take, which takes care of the heavy lifting, right? The answering of the big questions. So it actually generates the answer. That's the thing that was trained on the whole internet. And there is a second neural network, a bit simpler one, smaller, that is only trained to recognize racism, for instance, or to recognize vulgarity. And the big neural network generates an answer to a question and asks the smaller neural network, yo, is this racistic? Or yo, is this vulgar? And then the smaller neural network either says, no, it's fine. And then you get a reply as a user or says, no, 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 this, this is not okay. You can't say that. You have to regenerate your answer. And then it regenerates the answer, asks again and give you the correct answer or the non-racistic answer. We can have this for bias as well. There are neural networks that are able to detect bias. The problem is that these are for-profit companies, right? ChatGPT is owned by Microsoft. Uh, Bard is owned by Google. These are big for-profit companies. They are not going to do it unless, unless there is money behind it. They will instead, instead of that do something else, right? They will create a feature that will give them more profit to satisfy you know, either their owners or in case they are publicly traded the markets. So how do we make them to look at this as something that is profitable? It's simple. We make it in the same reason. Um, we make it in the same way as um, we made them not to pose racistic things. We make it a question of reputation because reputation actually have monetary benefits. Reputation actually is bound to your profit. And that's, and like, trust me, the CEOs care about this. Me as a CEO, no, reputation is something very important. You have only one, and it's hell of a problem to restore it if there is damage. And that's where you come in. I know it's a complicated topic, but the only way how to make these companies to filter the bias out of their networks is to spread the word. Talk about this problem with your friends, Send feedback to ChatGPT. They have this like little tool when you have thumbs up and thumbs down. Tell them thumbs down. Why should superhero be male? Share this video with somebody who doesn't believe it. Just spread the word and create public pressure. Because if you don't, we'll end up in a world where bias is going to be increasingly more common in the artificial intelligence tools.